0: Hello and welcome to Forbes India Cover Story Podcast Series brought to you in association with TheIndicast.com. Now, the regular listeners of this podcast might um, have already guessed that this is not Abhishek's voice, the usual host of this podcast. So I am Aditya standing in for Abhishek for this episode. However, I do have a familiar voice, that of uh, Cuckoo Paul, with me. Welcome, Cuckoo.
1: Hi, Abhishek. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, God, I've got so used to it.
0: Sorry. Hi, Aditya. I've heard you talk on this podcast earlier and you have been here on, on, on this podcast three three times, I believe. And it's it's a pleasure to be hosting it with you this time. Thank you. Now, another point that is making this podcast a bit different is that usually the Forbes cover story is uh, discussed but this time we'll be talking about a special event that is coming up that of uh, Forbes India Leadership Award and you have anchored the story at Forbes India. Let's get directly into the story itself. The Forbes India Leadership Awards are ranging from leadership in startups to MNCs. Uh, you have the Lifetime Achievement Award and of course, you know Forbes India Entrepreneur of the Year. Now selecting a winner in each of these categories sounds like real hard work now. So, uh, what I would like to understand is when did it start and what was this process like?
1: Uh, Yes, Aditya, you're right. It's more like a process than uh, just this issue. This issue is the culmination where we announce the winners uh, to the world. But it was a process that started way back in June when we began uh, collecting nominations for the awards. And let me kind of briefly take you through the process the way we did it was uh, first of all of course define the categories we decided to uh, institute this is the first year of the Forbes and Delhi hope to make it an annual event and it was very important therefore to define what categories we want to uh, recognize people in and since we are a magazine that uh, is focused on on entrepreneurs we decided to take people from all segments of this uh, uh, chain so uh, whether it's uh, the public sector private sector or MNCs. Very few awards straddle all these three spaces. And then we had uh, other categories for uh, to recognize the startups. We have uh, something called the next-gen entrepreneur where we look at people who have made a step change and are, are taking either an existing business beyond where it was or starting an entirely new business which didn't exist before. Finally, we have two Uh, sort of broad spectrum awards, one called the Entrepreneur Owner of the Year which we now call Entrepreneur of the Year and uh, we had something called uh, Lifetime Achievement for somebody who has to recognize someone who has left his mark on corporate India. And the way we looked at it was we drew from the themes that are core to our editorial agenda. So subjects that we write about very often and that we feel strongly about. So these are the spaces that we are pretty much on top of and that that was how we decided the categories.
0: So there are a few other interesting award categories as well. Like There is one which goes by Entrepreneur with Social Impact and there is another one going by the Conscious Capitalist for the Year.
1: Yeah, these are uh, uh, two categories that we felt deserved to find mention. Conscious Capitalism because it's something that uh, more and more companies uh, we see are uh, being aware of. So responsible capitalism is not uh, just CSR, uh, like it was in, in an earlier time, where companies would uh, set aside some uh, funds and you know kind of do good. But it is, it has moved much beyond that now. So it, what this would mean, Aditya, would mean aligning interests of all the stakeholders that the company deals with. Whether it is the customers right. or the employees, you find that a lot of companies are, uh, are taking much more interest in HR uh, related issues which are, which go beyond just retaining the employees. Then it could be other partners in the chain to make sure payments are in time and right. the community in which the companies work and the environment. So this whole kind of 360 degree look is what what we think a, a conscious capitalist should be doing, and uh, that that is the, this is the category that looks at companies who are uh, successfully balancing doing well with doing good.
0: I think that's a great idea, and it seems like it's a it's a need of the r in the corporate world as well to be you know acknowledging such leadership.
1: Our winner in this category, Tata Steel, has been epitomizing it for about a hundred years now. They have been doing this right from the 1920s. In fact, I remember a conversation with the former chairman, JJ Irani, where he huh? tells us that even in the 20s, when they went to the site to uh, look at the, what is now Jamshedpur to find the place, they, to put up a steel plant, they took their social engineers first there. These were uh, people from Britain at that time because India didn't have the expertise. So these these were people that looked at what a plant of this size would do to the local population and to the tribals and what impact would, would wow. that have. These guys went in much before the uh, civil engineers and much before the regular guys uh, went to the site. And this is a thread that they have continued with even today. And so that's what we're recognizing then for
0: Oh, that's great. That's good to know. Now, looking at the list of the nominees itself, which is available um, online at business.in.com, each nominee in each category is a doyen in their own right. Now, this I'm sure that this might have led to very interesting conversations within the jury and some tough decisions uh, going along. You know, how what was it like? How difficult were really these decisions or did the process really, you know, did the process take care of it?
1: No, it didn't, uh, it didn't take care of itself on its own. We had, uh, uh, we had very objective, uh, criteria for, for each of the categories. And, uh, so we had done a whole lot of shortlisting ourselves, first of all, from a l- long list that was literally, had hundreds of names, uh, in these 10 categories. So we had, uh, a knowledge partner in this process was Jan Thornton, an advisory firm and they helped us uh, shortlist uh, the names and we built a shortlist of five names each in each each of the categories uh, and we had our jury meeting last month uh, Aritya and uh, that was where the metrics were measured whether it was uh, the financial ma- metrics like operating performance and efficiency measures that the companies had or the management metrics things like how well were they in the succession planning uh, issue or on on the management pipeline or dealing with labor or how well they were managing change so these kind of metrics were uh, were also evaluated and uh, then uh, beyond that there was also the capital market performance how the company has done and an evaluation against the peers and we had a very eminent uh, jury uh, headed by, uh, Mr. K. V. Kamath, uh, Chairman and from Chairman of ICICI, who, who then looked at uh, each of these categories, five names each, and uh, zeroed down on the eventual winners. And I can tell you that, uh, on, on some of the categories, it was, it was a, it was a tough dis- decision to make because there were so many people who were, um, really good
0: yeah and i would have loved to be a fly on the wall at that jury meeting were you were you privy to those conversations
1: yes i was uh, i was fortunate to be there and uh, uh, it was interesting to see how arguments were being placed among the jury as well at times <laughs> on uh, although the decision was always unanimous in the end but on uh, on on the various points that they were raising on on why a particular person uh, has done better than someone else
0: now for a lack of time we won't be able to you know actually go into the winners of all the categories, but would you like to talk about the winners, uh, a few of the winners, for example, let's uh, talk about, uh, you know, the winner in the outstanding startup category and and a few other categories like the best CEO, private sector, and also I would like to hear from you about entrepreneur of the year and uh, who did that award go to?
1: Uh, Sure, maybe if we start with uh, outstanding startup. Here, uh, the way we had defined this uh, term, uh, we had defined it broadly for an enterprise that had a market presence of five to seven years because we were looking at companies, startups that were established and not startup in a conventionally understood sense of a very small company that's just launched. In the
0: California sense, you see?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or the Silicon Valley sense. Yeah. Right. So we, we had defined it as a company with a turnover of at least hundred crore because what we were trying to measure was that was a company that had demonstrated outstanding innovation and who had created a platform that is scalable. We didn't want somebody who would fold up, you know, soon or something like that. So the nominees in this category were people Uh, who had done that. We had people like uh, Mr. Jagannathan of Star Health Insurance done outstanding work. Ajit Isaac of Ikea Human Capital. This is an HR firm that might uh, be very soon the first listed uh, HR company in India. And uh, the eventual winner uh, is a company that we all are familiar with. It is uh, Rahul Bhatia, the founder of uh, Indigo Airlines. Now, Uh, I find that very
0: interesting, Kuku, is because, you know, we read about this airline industry and uh, the big players are are not doing that great. And it's so heartening to see an airline company CEO getting the best startup award or the leadership in startup award.
1: And precisely for that reason, Aditya Rahul Bhatia is our winner because he has proved in this category that uh, a low-cost airline can be clean, it can be on time and it can be reliable. So he has led Indigo. To fly in the face of skepticism, yeah. uh, to uh, establish India's most profitable airline operation, now they have just declared the results for uh, the last financial year and have made a profit of over six hundred crore. And uh, and we have uh, in the magazine, you know, talked about how he has made that possible.
0: Oh, great! And the the best CEO in the private sector award went to uh, Rajiv Bajaj now.
1: Yes, absolutely, uh, Aditya. And the idea here was that Rajiv Bajaj uh, spearheaded Bajaj Auto uh, to make a strategic shift. If you remember, Bajaj Auto for uh, ages has been known for its scooters. Mm-hmm. And uh, the company changed gear somewhere around 3-4 years ago um, with Rajiv at the helm and forged an entry into the motorcycle market. And it has been able to very successfully uh, create a base in India as well as enter uh, the export markets uh, in china and in africa and uh, not uh, one large contributor to this has been uh, r&d efforts within bajaj auto and the jury was uh, absolutely appreciative of this and we had people like uh, baba kalyani of bharat forge on our jury and people who have worked closely with uh, in the manufacturing industry and who understand the nuances and they were all very clear that uh, Rajiv was uh, completely deserving of this award.
0: And, and the flagship award, as it's being called, the Forbes India Entrepreneur of the Year Award went to none other than uh, Mr. Ratan Tata.
1: Here again, were, we had some very outstanding people who were in the category. We had Sunil Mittal, Bharti Enterprises. We had Anand Mahindra in this category. And we had Sunny and Vinit Jain of Times of India as the contenders. And what we were trying to find here is somebody who is of international stature and someone who has been able to completely uh, transform uh, not only their own group, but build a truly global conglomerate. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ratan Tata won clearly here because he is one person who has shown India Inc. how to dream big. Really, Absolutely. and in so many ways through his various uh, companies, and um, and uh, so this is Ratan uh, Tata is very much uh, our entrepreneur for the year.
0: Oh well, so now all these awards are going to be. There are many more uh, such awards, and all these are now awards will be distributed or actually handed over at a very glitzy uh, award function in Mumbai, which is to happen very soon, I guess, right? Yes, we are uh,
1: having an award function. Uh, this weekend on Friday in Mumbai and uh, all our winners uh, will be there of course and and the nominees um, and uh, we hope uh, to have a nice time.
0: So what do you think the net worth of that room is going to be on Friday? (laughs) that is going to be difficult to
1: answer it will be I mean I will need more than one calculator surely to to add all those numbers up (laughs) we have invited a lot of people uh, from corporate India who are going to be present and um, yes I'll I'll do the math and come back with the numbers
0: that would be great that would be great now you know Kuku one thing I'm very curious to know is Irrespective of where the where the award winners are coming from, whether they are from private sector or public sector, a startup or an MNC, were there any key leadership traits that emerged from the set of winners that were common, irrespective of where they were, were coming from?
1: Yes, Arita, I would definitely say that because uh, these are people the people who have won who have clearly transformed the setup that they are in. I mean, it is really the whole transformational leadership theme. That we see playing out time and again. People, whether it is our winner in the PSU category, B P Rao, B H E L, or our winner in the multinational category, Shankar Anaswamy of IBM, these are people who have taken their business and uh, uh, to an entirely new level through their leadership and at their time at the helm. We have uh, somebody like Vijay uh, Siddhartha of Cafe Coffee Day who has transformed a completely commodity business of coffee into India's largest retail brand and he is now trying to broaden his business beyond coffee into other uh, enterprises as well. So this is pure uh, entrepreneurial capitalism at, at its best and these uh, 10 people who are our winners reflect the ability uh, that a good leader has to change the circumstances around themselves and and to make a difference
0: well that's great so thanks a lot kuku for that i think those uh, that was it that we had for this episode uh, of the forbes india podcast series uh, as usual if you do have comments or questions please log on to business.im.com or on uh, com and post your comments there also If you want to subscribe to the magazine, SMS, use the keyword Forbes and send it to 51818. That's about it. Thanks a lot, Kuku. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you. Bye.